Round one, go. All right, it's round one. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon, Doug and Marty versus the world. What coming day is swinging. it, mother? Coming what out day swinging. is it? It's We're coming out swinging. Every day. Why do you ask that? You know, every day is Saturday, man. We're on a lockdown. That's true. That's true. I know. Every it day. seems like it. It's, this is actual Saturday. Uh, but yeah, thanks for tuning in. Doug and Marty versus the world. I want to come out swinging today because we have a great guest. Uh, someone we've been trying to get on, but you know, he's in, he's in high demand these days. And uh, these days, had, he's always in high, high demand. He is but even, literally. Even more. I mean, okay. we've always thought this guy was great, but now it's like, oh my gosh, it's, oh, the, the halo. You know, we're going to have to get those, get one of those Renaissance paintings with the little angels around him and the halo and stuff like that because he's out there doing mighty things for God. I'm talking about state representative Matt Shea. Matt, welcome to the show. (laughs) I got a mental picture, uh, Representative Shea, of Doug and myself in togas and little wings. Not good. So let's not not do that. (laughs) That's not good any day of the week, okay? (laughs) Forget the mental pictures that Doug is drawing. So uh, we, you know, Marty and I for the last several weeks have uh, been on lockdown. But the thing that was funny was we were already using Zoom to record our radio show before it. It's like, it's like we were ready to go. But uh, so glad to have you here. This, um, I mean, I just want to kind of like lob, you know, nice, easy, slow balls at you because I know you've got a lot to say about this, this entire thing. But, I mean, we've basically lost our constitutional rights, right? I mean, is that, is that where we're at right here in Washington State? It is, and I would say constitutionally protected rights because our rights are God-given, right? And, and, and it's an important distinction because when we start talking about some of the things we're going to talk about, uh, you know, the government can't take them away unless we allow them to. I think that's the most important point here. Uh, you know, I was just on the, on the radio, uh, doing my own radio show with Major General retired Paul Vallely talking about what we should be doing right now. And Trump just released the guidelines to reopen the economy and we should reopen the economy tomorrow. Um, and if, if Governor Inslee is going to delay this into mid-May or longer, which is what he's intimating right now, then we need to open county by county. And the president in, in the guidelines has laid out how by county by county, um, these things can be reopened. You know, Adams County and, and Cowlitz County, our rural counties obviously shouldn't be treated the same as King County. Um, we need to reopen them right now. And I think that more importantly to me, coming up is May 1st. And May 1st has a lot of connotations as, as May Day and a communist holiday and everything. Actually, it's history. In 1958, President Dwight Eisenhower made it rule of law day or law day. It was actually to celebrate the rule of law. And I think, and I know you guys agree with me, that we have a right to work. We have a right to open our businesses. We have a right to go to church. We have a right to assemble. We have a right to redress grievances in open court. We have a right to hunt and fish. We have a right to buy guns at the store. We have a right to know that criminals, you know, are going to serve their full sentence and not be let out for some lame excuse by our government. Okay, now, so wait a minute. If you're, if, we're, why why are we locking us up and letting criminals out? Where's the logic in that? Right. Well, there is no logic unless you go back into Marxist history, and then this typically happens during crises. They let prisoners out of prison. And I've studied Marxist doctrine and Mar- Marxist countries for the better part of my adult life, both in the Army and, and outside. 
And it's very alarming to see something like that happen when it really didn't need to. It made no sense. Or you can't go hunting when it's inherently socially distant, like fishing mm-hmm. is too, you know? doesn't make any sense or residential construction where you don't ever have guys working within six feet of each other because it's a safety issue most of the time. Right. It, it just doesn't make any, and Oh, by the way, they're wearing gloves a lot of times and face masks. It doesn't now, make any sense. Yeah. Isn't this a microcosm or a picture of basically different thoughts of government right here? It's one size fits all. We're going to shut down the entire state when then the most of the issue were in highly dense populated areas. And to your point, why was a Soton County or Ponderay County or those counties shut down when there was nothing going on there? They are socially distanced by nature. Yeah, right. And in the numbers and the science just don't support it. Absolutely don't support that kind of a broad brush. It's like punishing everybody for one county really being the problem or maybe two. And, you know, Washington, our forefathers actually left a great thing in our Washington state constitution. It's article one, section 32, and it creates a duty of each citizen. And here's the quote, a frequent recurrence to fundamental principles is essential to the security of individual right and the perpetuity of free government. In other words, Even in a crisis, we are supposed to recur to fundamental principles. We're supposed to think on them. We're supposed to look at them because the constitutions of most states and the United States were written in a crisis for a crisis, and they're not supposed to be abrogated because of a crisis. There was no reason to shut down the entire economy. You can have America open for business, Washington open for business. At the same time, you're taking reasonable health precautions. Both can coexist together. And I've talked to countless numbers of, of nurses and, and other medical professionals, and they all seem to agree on this, that, that this didn't end up being what they thought it was going to be. And I can explain where, why I think that happened. But essentially, right now, my family business is essential, especially to my family. Your family business is essential, especially to your family and mm-hmm. to your employees. Um, so why are we punishing our neighbor? We need to love our neighbor and reopen the economy. And we need to do it right now. There's a plan in place um, to help facilitate this and make it uh, move along quicker because it was very alarming the other day to see California, Washington, and Oregon, and then all these East coast states. And then now Midwest states that are typically blue states kind of banding together, I believe unconstitutionally to Mm -hmm. control the economy. And it seems like buck the president. So we need to stand with the president, stand with the Constitution. Now, to that note, the other day, when Governor Cuomo and, and the Eastern governors that were Democrat got together, they threw it together quickly. They knew President Trump was talking about opening up the economy. I think it's, you're completely right there. You mentioned earlier about work, though. Work is dignity. People need work. When they yeah. work, they have dignity. And a question for you, Matt. Uh, um, president Trump early on nationwide got the local businesses and national businesses together and said, we need to do a public private partnership. We need to create um, these ventilators, these masks. We need to respond to the problem at a, at a level we can scale. Why not in this state do the same thing? Trust the local businesses, big and small and saying, we need your solutions. We know you can implement things like the stores did with the glass shields and whatever. You have a much more, um, quicker way to implement safety protocols and keep businesses open than the government does. That's absolutely right. In fact, here in Spokane, I'll tell you a story. There's a, there's a medical professional that, and they don't want to be named. And this is the true spirit of America. These are great, smart entrepreneurs. 
Um, they had a, a, a medical device engineering degree in addition to being a doctor, as I understand it, and, or else one of their, their spouse did. And overnight came up with a way to disinfect and sanitize personal protective equipment overnight. Bam. And, and it was scalable. You could, you could send it wherever people, the, the person even put a list together. They didn't patent it. They didn't want to make money off of it. They know they could have made it probably millions of dollars. They didn't patent it. They put the design online so that people could replicate it for the sake of, in the good of the country. I mean, that's the kind of thing that we need to unshackle and unleash that American spirit. Uh, and, and right now these socialist technocrats think they know better than everybody else and they just don't and a and b even when they think they do it's they're not really that smart so you know let's unleash and unshackle the american spirit and american ingenuity that's the the point i was getting to the the people of washington and the people of the united states are smart they're creative when the problem's presented to them they'll find a way around it but we have to allow them to do so and not shackle them it's right now shutting down the, the entire economy you know is literally you know they said um, 20 million people filed for unemployment that's absurd when you think it's, about it when it didn't have to be done it, it didn't and here so people have brought up, well, you guys are kind of being hypocrites. You know, we, we've talked a lot on your show about the 10th Amendment, right? And mm -hmm. people say, well, aren't you guys 10th Amendment guys? Well, you got to read the preamble to the Bill of Rights, and there actually is a preamble. Almost nobody reads it. And it makes it very clear the purpose of the 10th Amendment was to protect our constitutionally protected rights, our God-given unalienable rights, from an out-of-control federal government trying to infringe or impair them. Well, Article 1, Section 10 of the Constitution actually puts in place a provision to prevent states from banding together to do the same thing, which is what we're beginning to see, where they're trying to have this unofficial compact without a vote and without the ratification of Congress to continue to deprive us of our God-given unalienable rights. And the Constitution, I mean, the Founding Fathers were brilliant they foresaw that there needed to be a check against states as well. And that is, that's it. So we need to reclaim the language. We need to reclaim liberty and we need to stand up. And I think, you know, if we get an opportunity to talk about that, I think there's a couple options that we have coming up. Well, don't leave us hanging. Let's talk about it. All right. Well, so people have said, well, aren't you taking this whole thing seriously? Look, yes, I watched the Epoch Times uh, documentary, um, but I, I had already been talking about two months ago that this very likely was a partially tested or partially um, engineered Chinese, bio, Chinese Communist Party bioweapon, and that the Chinese Communist Party, uh, when they knew it had been leaked, then tried to use it to their advantage um, to undermine America. And that appears to be bearing out now that, Trump administration officials have now um, said that that's, a, uh, that's something they're looking into and that's a very likely possibility. Um, so, you know, the, the fact is, yes, it is serious, but this wasn't a fully tested, fully vetted bioweapon. That's why the models failed because they were modeling based on an actual bioweapon, not on something that was partially done. At least that's, that's the way it appears right now. So, okay, we take it seriously. Now we're past the main part of it. Let's, let's reopen the economy. And I think that the best thing to do, April 19th, this coming Sunday down in Olympia, there's going to be a rally in Olympia six feet apart. People are going to be saying, Governor, reopen the economy. 
And if the governor doesn't reopen the economy, I think it's important then we take the next step. And I think that is reclaiming May 1st or rule of law day or law day, um, 1958, again, Dwight Eisenhower put it into place. We should acknowledge that it is rule of law day and we need to open up county by county if the governor's not going to do it for the state or he's going to try to make excuses or limp it into June or whatever else, we need to open the economy up and we need to have county commissioners in rural counties willing to stand up to the governor and say, no, Adams County, even Spokane County, the numbers don't bear out. We need to open up. We need to open our economy up, but we are going to do that. We're going to follow the president's guidelines, which have been put together um, to be done at a county level. And we're going to do it May 1st, if you don't governor. Uh, So I think that, those two things in particular um, are important and that we need to stand together on the constitution. We need to stand together loving our neighbor. We need to stand together against what really clearly is becoming tyranny. I know several of the local county, uh, local (laughs) county governments have sent letters to Inslee about construction, about opening that up and about so forth. Will it take local government basically opening up their local area uh, or on May 1st or something like that, Matt? Yeah, I think it will. I think it will. And what I think, you know, the governor can't enforce it if all the counties start opening their doors, right? What if, yeah, well, I'd like to know what happens if the individual businesses just say, we're going to open. I mean, are they going to send the state patrol in or whatever? We're going to be back with more with State Representative Matt Shea. He's from the 4th District. It's all the way over there in Eastern Washington where all you people are away from Doug and Marty. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon, Doug and Marty versus the world. For our government to work the way it was intended, citizens from all walks of life must volunteer to run for elected offices. But how do you begin? EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com can help. You'll receive expert help to navigate your campaign and communicate your message. From candidate filing to voters' pamphlet statements, fundraising, and social media, you'll find what you need to run an effective and affordable campaign. EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com. The road to victory starts here. This is Claire. Claire has a great business and she wanted to advertise on YouTube, but she didn't know how. It was all so confusing. Setting up an account, choosing keywords and demographics, and she didn't know how to make a video. Then Claire discovered the secret to great YouTube ads. The experts at EasyYouTubeAds.com took care of all the details from account setup and management to producing her video ads. Now Claire's friends all want to know how she got so smart. EasyYouTubeAds.com. No experience necessary. Two bells and all is well. It's round two, Duggan, Marty versus the world. And I don't even think Marty's worked up a sweat yet. He's not even... Actually... He has worked up a sweat. You've I'm just getting meet, started. One on. meter. So this is Doug Bassler. <laughs> and Marty McClendon. Welcome back to the show. And before we get started, with, and back to our guest, our very special guest, Representative Matt Shea, you know, I want to just assure our listeners that we're not angry. We're, we're passionate about these things. I had a friend of mine go, angry? what are you angry about now? I'm not angry. I'm hopeful. I, tr- <laughs> I believe in the people of this state that if they're given the opportunity, they'll be safe and smart, but also this engine, this economic engine that keeps people alive, uh, puts food on the table, allows kids to go to school, is important enough to actually be passionate about. Would okay, you so say, I'm Matt? Passionate, and I'm angry. Uh, <laughs> but I, I just, I, I'm looking at, I'm looking at my, uh, my iPad here, and in in um, 2018, we had 737 deaths directly from opioids, right? 
in Washington. That's just Washington State, about 16,000 nationwide op opioid overdoses. So we've had about 500 uh, coronavirus-related deaths, and who knows if you can believe that because they've been inflating that, of course. But um, if one life is important, and if, if you know, we got to shut down the entire economy for 500, you know, coronavirus deaths, um, why are we handing out free heroin? I'm just wondering. Right, right. and look. Hero I, guess, I guess a heroin overdose is a cure for the coronavirus. It cures cancer. It cures stupidity. You know what the cure is to the coronavirus? Freedom. That's the cure. Yeah. Freedom is a cure to the coronavirus. And that's why we're so passionate about it because for years we've been talking about this eventuality that this thing might happen where churches are closed down and businesses are closed down and travel is restricted. Ah, you guys are a bunch of conspiracy theorists, you know, and, and all this. Well, now nobody's saying that anymore because overnight Governor Inslee made us all homeschooling preppers. Fantastic, right? So people mm -hmm. are paying attention. We need, to, we need to just give the information that they've been so longing for and reclaim our liberty here in the state. And you asked the question about individual business owners mm -hmm. by May 1st. Look, if you got, so we have to, there is an order of things that the, they're called spheres and tiers. The founding fathers left it that way intentionally. It's the county commissioner's job to now step in and the county sheriff to support the county commissioners and back their play to open uh, by May 1st, all right? And this, to me, is pretty simple. If that doesn't happen, then you go to the cities. And if that doesn't happen and you have individual business owners, you have patriotic Americans, those businesses open up. If you have 5,000 businesses open up, there is no way they're going to try to go after everybody. And then if they do, who's going to pay the fine? The courts are closed, mm. you know? <laughs> what what do they think they're going to do? It's, it's, it's a bluff right now. And what they're doing is they are relying on the goodwill of Americans to just comply. Um, and now Americans are realizing they're complying to their great detriment and that of their family when it doesn't need to happen. We, we all hear about how being safe and we're all being smart about this, but you're right. I conversation after conversation, people, they're getting fed up. They're like, well, okay, why am I suffering here? I can be safe and so forth. And so business owners, and we've seen these stories nationwide, Matt, where, you know, the guy's out kayaking by himself and he gets arrested, you know, or the ticket. And you know, people are going into a drive-in church in their own cars, socialists, and getting the tickets for going to church. That is without like- Without gloves on for the, for the people giving him the tickets too. Yeah, right. I mean, and those type of stories, well, one, it, it's a tactic to keep people home. But that's that's big brother. That's that's brown shirt. You know, we we don't want that. The idea we don't want government. You know, we want the government to give us information. We want government to to allow us to do our things. It, to I don't know. It is amazing to me how it's been. But to your point, there's a restlessness of people saying, "All right, we've gone far enough. Now you're being ridiculous. You've got to reopen this." Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what's going on. And yeah. you know. The media tries to portray, you know, Christian constitutional conservatives as like scoff laws. Like we're the ones going to the beaches with these huge drinking parties and keggers and stuff. Like we're, we're a bunch of <laughs> scoff laws, right? We love the law. We love the Lord's law. We love the constitution. You're not following it. We just want you to follow the document and stop trying to make this up as you go along. And that's really what I keep hearing out of Inslee's press conferences. He's just making it up as he mm -hmm. goes along. And, you, you can see it and people, people intuitively know 
this is enough. We're done. So, Matt, uh, the law, state law, uh, allows the governor to have a certain amount of authority in a, in a declared emergency, but that is limited to 30 days, right? It's a 30-day it's a thing. It can be extended by, as I understand it, it can be extended by, if the legislature is not in session, by the leadership of the parties in the House and Senate um, for another 30, I think. But, okay, these powers are not unlimited, and they have to be reasonable. I mean, you can't just, there is a, a rule in the law that a government action cannot be arbitrary and capricious. And that is exactly what we're seeing when you shut down residential construction. Or in another example, there is a person working on, a, on an essential project who called me, working on an essential project, and the police still came to him and said, well, if we come back, we're going to fine you even though you're essential because we're getting too many complaints. That, that's, that's asinine. That doesn't make any sense at all. And that's the kind of thing that people are saying, wait a minute, the governor's power is not unlimited, A, and B, it has to be reasonable. And right now, people are seeing that it's not. Okay. Uh, most of the, I mean, people are dealing with their family. Um, those people lost their job, trying to do unemployment. And we talk about the national stuff where the, where the paycheck protection now is out of money and so forth. What happens when we come back, when you go back to the legislature next year, you know they're going to want to raise taxes again on a, an economy and people who are going to be struggling. At the same time, they, you know, they have the runaway budget, the runaway spending. They're going to use the rainy day fund if they can. What happens then, right? You have a still majority Democrat um, House and Senate and a governor who wants to, who wants to yeah, raise we taxes. we got to change that in November. Well, yeah, we, we, we have an opportunity to change that in November, and I think that absolutely has to happen. So this, this issue, this is super simple. I've seen the graphs on unemployment. There is one sector of the economy that has not been hit very hard. Yeah, government. Like government. Government. Yeah. Okay. So here, this is really easy, really simple, really simple. And this is not hyperbole. We've actually looked at the studies. We've looked at how to do this. In fact, there was an audit done about three decades ago on this exact issue. Cut the government by 50%, mid and upper level management, all the wasteful redundant agencies, all the, the ridiculous stuff, 50%, cut taxes of all of our producers, I don't care if it's ag or manufacturing, cut it to almost zero, have it straight across the board, no exceptions, no special treatment of favors, across the board, and you will watch this economy ignite to the point that we will be almost unable to keep up with it. And oh, by the way, that's gonna actually increase revenue and it's gonna decrease the, the payouts in unemployment which is the big problem right now. We have a decrease in revenue and a huge increase in payouts. So this is really simple. The solution is simple. And people need to hold the, the party in power right now, the Democrats, responsible if they do not take the appropriate action and then they try to do the stupid thing economically and raise taxes. It's infuriating, you know, driving around, uh, you know, on my way to do essential things like drive around. Um, and, uh, see all these county and state employees all just still, you know, painting the, painting the lines in the street and, uh, cleaning the signs and, you know, washing the sidewalk. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. They're not, you know, and then you see buses, you know, around here in King County, you see these Metro buses driving around empty, 
And to uh, Representative Shea's point, I mean, I, I have a dog in the, in, the, in the fight. My wife's a state worker, a nurse there, and I'm thankful she has a job. But she said not one of them had been touched. If the, the, if the economy shut down, private businesses shut down across the state to be safe, we should be shutting down government. They should be, have the same effect across the board. You know, but for, to Matt's point, we have this burden that we're paying out every month and nothing coming in. So now you have increased costs going out which means that, you know, the Democrats will come back and say, we need more revenue. No, you need to cut expenses. Any family, when they have a loss like this, will cut expenses first, the bottom line, until revenue can come up. And if we cut expenses, and to Matt's point, cut taxes so the businesses can get back on their well, feet, hire more employees. The, the, government, the government employees, the, uh, the public sector employees, they, they can apply for unemployment too, right? They can just like, they're like everybody else. Right. They're an employee. Right. So, but why, why, why are they essential and, and uh, you know, my media company isn't? We could go down a list of some of the absurd agencies that clearly are not essential and, and probably make your listeners laugh about it, but it's really not a laughing matter right now because there's so many people out of work and so many people suffering. And we have local law enforcement in several areas openly briefing their concern that there's going to be between 15 and 25% unemployment, which naturally they're concerned a crime wave will will happen after that the the quickest way again to solve all that get everybody back to work it doesn't right matter now. if we have a crime wave though because nobody's going to jail and if you go to jail they just let you out well yeah like no it wouldn't let you out it's like the old steve martin when they get small they put him in but you can just walk right out because you're small or whatever well, the bottom line is the, the insanity of releasing prisons that are dangerous the guy that was a rapist now murder somebody while he's out you know they're in a place you could socially isolate them. You know, the insanity there is, okay, let's shut down the economy so that we can raise taxes. And it doesn't make any sense. So I understand this aside, obviously the solutions are there, but it comes down to elections in November. Is We've this, got to change the majorities. A, so is this a socialist takeover? Is this a socialist tryout? Are we looking to see if people will comply? You know, obviously the, the number one issue with me is the closing of churches and the, the no, the no drive through churches and all this kind of, Oh, you can do it online and that type of thing. You know, we have a first amendment rights. So, so you, my hat's know, off to Rodney Howard Brown in Florida got, got himself arrested. You know, I'm like, good for him. Well, you know that things are wrong when they're finding church members, churchgoers and letting criminals out of prison or you, you know that something is completely upside down right. well uh, you got your you can go get an abortion that's essential you can go buy pot you can go get liquor right but the church no sorry can't have that well and the other the i think the other issue here in in the last little bit that we have i think the other issue is that there are nations around the world that are perceiving weakness in america right now and they're trying to take advantage of it i mean the, the north koreans it was reported what two days ago tried to hack into some critical infrastructure in America, and they've already done it in the past. Um, there are going to be countries that are going to try to take advantage of this, including the communist Chinese, um, who wage political, economic, and information warfare almost constantly against the United States, and they understand what that is, but we seem to not recognize it here. So again, from a geostrategic perspective, the best thing we could do is get everybody back to work as well, because we're the strongest when we're the most productive. So one more time about the rally down in Olympia on Sunday. That's tomorrow. Uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, uh, on Patriots Day, April 19th. And there's going to be a rally at the Capitol Olympia. And then the next one will be at County Courthouses on May 1st, Rule of Law Day. God bless you guys. Thank you. God bless you, brother.
When you want to take your business to the next level, nothing drives traffic and increases sales like TV advertising. And EasyTVSpots.com is your best choice for high quality, effective TV ads. Contact us today to learn how easy it is to reach thousands of your ideal prospects with targeted, addressable TV. Grow your sales, revenue, and profit the easy way with EasyTVSpots.com. Broadcast, cable, and online TV made easy. This is Claire. Claire has a great business, and she wanted to advertise on YouTube, but she didn't know how. It was all so confusing. Setting up an account, choosing keywords and demographics, and she didn't know how to make a video. <sighs> then Claire discovered the secret to great YouTube ads. The experts at EasyYouTubeAds.com took care of all the details, from account setup and management to producing her video ads. Now Claire's friends all want to know how she got so smart. EasyYouTubeAds.com. No experience necessary. For our government to work the way it was intended, citizens from all walks of life must volunteer to run for elected offices. But how do you begin? EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com can help. You'll receive expert help to navigate your campaign and communicate your message. From candidate filing to voters' pamphlet statements, fundraising, and social media, you'll find what you need to run an effective and affordable campaign. EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com. The road to victory starts here. All right, that uh, sound means we are in the third round. Doug and Marty versus the world. We're versing the world again. I'd like to reverse the world. This is Doug Bassler, by the way. And Marty McClendon. Welcome back to the show. What do you mean by reverse the world, my brother? I'd like to, to, to turn it around and go back to where it was before Jay Inslee decided to become dictator and supreme in Washington state. You know, we've talked on this show uh, to our Christian audience about how God's revealing, you know, sort of the corruption and all the stuff behind the scenes. Yes, I agree. I don't like the idea that people lost their job. I don't like the fact that people uh, um, dealt with this and the fear that this caused. I don't like the fact of what Inslee's done. However, I think we can come out of this stronger, uh, more vibrant, and more free if we fight back. If we say enough is enough, we replace um, those that did this to us, and not the not the virus, but you know the policies in November. But also, and say, you know what? We have a new direction. Uh, we're going to put families first. We're going to put. We're going to. Um, we're going to honor God in our decision. We're going to say we're going to be. This government serves the people, not ourselves. You know, we can actually make a statement here and then get people back to work, back on their feet, you know, and, and make it more about and all about the people who are God's called, right, for great things in our economy and in our state than it is now. So I think we have an opportunity to say, you know what, I don't like the way it's been. I don't like the people who's been in charge for the last 35, 40 years. And I understand um, they're using this as a power grab in many ways, and they're going to come back and demand more skin uh, out of my wallet, out of my um, family and time for those that are working. Uh, enough is enough. And so I think as, as your point is, it's like, yeah, I want to, I want to revert, but I want to go back to something a different back. I want to go forward to a better Washington. Don't you think? Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm glad you're putting a good spin on that. When we had our uh, Christian business leaders prayer call, um, you know, I really felt led to just like start to, you know, Praise God, you know, for who mm -hmm. he is and how big he is. Because, you know, one of the things I like to say is God is big and we know it. But mm -hmm. do we know it? And that's what you're saying, right? He's in charge. He's allowed a lot of this stuff to happen. And he's, he's big and he's, he's good and he's on our side. And this is a time when we need to hold on to him and, and expect 
him to do that. You know, Jesus said, don't even take any thought for what you're going to eat and what you're going to drink and what you're going to wear, that type of thing. Don't worry about that stuff. And, you know, this is an opportunity, right? Right now Mm -hmm. to say, Mm -hmm. you know what? I'm not going to worry about that stuff. I got, I've got a big God, a great big, we say great big God, little bitty devil. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, and I found this, um, this woman living in my home during this event. And it turns out she's, <laughs> she's my wife. I married. I didn't even. <laughs> she's amazing. Right. And she's so beautiful and she's, she's awesome to be around. No, I mean, it, literally my kids, I've been around my kids more and my kids are, you know, primarily adults. Uh, uh, Callie uh, turned 17 on Friday. So, you know, she's uh, almost adult, you know, she's full sized. Right. So right. She's, she's a, Adult still size. Yeah, now, and, I want to uh, talk to our listeners just for a second, Doug. Yeah. This is important for you and I both. Um, we are seeing the blessings of, of being home. And yes, it's harder. Yes, there's a, a, a loss of pay or whatever. But the time with our family is is precious. But for those that have lost their job, those that are, are asking the question, where is God? He's not left you. He's not forsaken you. This may, this may completely suck. But it's also a reminder that he, will, he has a plan. To, to bless you and prosper you. And we're here for you. We're praying for you. But at the same time, um, this is a season we're in. And, and part of the season we're in and, and, and the severity of it has to do with the political decisions being made. And we have a, the power and the opportunity to make those changes. And we've been, I've been beating the drum for probably at least five years about why it's so important for those of faith to pay attention and to be engaged so that we're at the table. God's not absent. God's here. God would have a lot more. I want God. We as the church and the body would have a lot more influence in the way things go if we're engaged. And so it's an opportunity for us as we have time with God to seek out, to pray for righteous leaders, to support righteous leaders, to get people involved that aren't about ruling others, but about serving others. And we know that comes from um, being in alignment and under, under the uh, will and admonition of the Lord, Right. So we're encouraging people that in this time to have hope, to stay hopeful, to be encouraged that this is going to be over. And wherever you're at right now, God's not left. He's right here in it. So, and to Doug's point, there are some blessings we can praise him for. What do you think, brother? Yep. And basically, you know, that's what the president said uh, back on Thursday was we have a plan. We're getting back to going over to work the plan. We're not going to just all go back to work tomorrow, but we're going to go certain, we're going to do certain things and, and bring it back now um it's going to be up to us like uh representative shea was talking about in the previous segments you know to um apply the pressure and to make sure that that uh we are uh fighting for <clears throat> fighting for the, our rights you know mm-hmm. these uh, like you said these God-given are God-given rights, rights mm-hmm. and but they're they're guaranteed and they're protected by the constitution both the state constitution and the the federal constitution the united states constitution and, um, you know, a right that you don't stand up for is not a right that you have. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the rally on Sunday. I think I'm going to be down in Olympia on Sunday at 1 o'clock and uh, okay. just see what's up. You should come I, down, I, brother. Maybe we, could, maybe we could brandish firearms or do other, you know. Definitely speak out, uh, you know, and talk about the fact that it's time to open things up. People are suffering too much. The, the damage being done is now worse than the, the, the actual um, virus. Be safe. Be smart. With this, though, the idea here is we have to get people back to work. We have to get, you know, opportunities. At the national level, we saw. Yes. 
the national level, we saw the Paycheck Protection um, $350 billion passed by the Senate and the House, signed by um, President Trump, ran out of money. Um, yeah, I, I have in like a week. Yeah, I have friends applied on day one and were told that they didn't get this. Sorry, we're out of money. Yeah. Um, there's a bill to extend that, put more money. I understand we should be against spending absorbent amount of money, but this money is going to keep people employed during the shortfall here. And you have politics like, being played. Like government programs. But I know. I mean, I'm, politics I'm, being played by Democrats in the House and the Senate in D.C. And you're going to have it here as well, wanting the pork put in these things. And so we got to push back there, too. Got to make a phone call and say, no, this is necessary. If you've already passed it, fund it so, so small businesses can keep the promise to their employees. Don't you think? Yeah. It, it, it proves something. And that what it's proving is that the federal government is not big enough to buy the economy, to run the economy. It doesn't, it's not, even as bloated and as out of shape and terrible as it is, it does not have the resources to do what it needs to do. So that the, the entire economy is trillions and trillions of dollars annually. And, you know, they're, they're dumping a, all this you know, supposed federal money into it, which is money they got to print, they got to borrow, they got to figure out where they're going to get it. And, and it's, it's inadequate. It's not enough. And so, you know, this should be a lesson to everyone that if you're looking to government to be your God, it's a, it's a false God, it's a false idol, it's not going to be able to take care of everybody. You know, and matter of fact, what's going on right now is endangering beloved programs like Social Security. Mm -hmm. Right. Because if the mm -hmm. government goes bankrupt and it could, believe me, it has the other other states have done it. Other countries have done it. All of a sudden, no, no more Social Security, no more whatever. We need to get back to work. We have to go back to work. If we don't go back to work, we're going to go nuts for one thing, because we're going to have to spend more time with our toddlers than is humanly possible. You know what? As I mean. a grandfather, I'm sure you're happy you with know, that. The thing the, is, well, I'm not even able to see my grandkids because my you know, my daughter and my son-in-law are freaking out. Oh my gosh, we can't give mm -hmm. it to you guys. You guys are old or whatever. And we're like, we're not old and we're not unhealthy. But bottom line is bottom fear line not. Is that yeah. Even psychologists have said that a, a human being will go crazy, will go insane without productive work to do. You've got to have something to do. You need to be going somewhere. You have to yes. have goals and life. That's how, that's how life, that's why we're here. It studies across the boards, senior citizens in nursing homes, when they have something to do, paint or take care of a dog, they live longer for the same reason. Donald Trump and talked happier. about that there's an increase now in suicides and drug addictions. People don't have an outlet. They need to work. Work is dignified. And so you're missing the whole thing. We're missing that by this pandemic response this fear mongering right and so we're saying be safe and for those that are worried be encouraged this is coming to an end this is coming to an end or there'll be a new beginning but when we go back when they go back we've got to demand to say matt's got great ideas cut taxes for people so they can get back on their feet cut taxes for businesses yeah you know, Cut the size of government. I know it's absurd to the, think about it. The government workforce, there's going to be plenty of jobs for them to do when the economy goes roaring. Even if you're a government employee, this makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to have better jobs. So that nobody likes to be laid off, though, brother. So no, you know, nobody does. And the security of it. But so King it, County is toying with the idea of mortgage, 
in, involving mortgage and saying mm-hmm. you can't charge people for their houses for a certain what, uh, brother that's that's crazy it is crazy because basically until someone says no you can't do that and it doesn't go to court here they're trying everything even shama sawan the, the crazy socialist over in seattle for the all of our eastern washington you've probably heard of her She's pushing and the Seattle City Council is actually hearing another head tax. In the midst of the shutdown, they're talking about more taxes. You know it doesn't stop and until we push back and say, no, you don't get it. You don't need to, uh, to run our lives. The bottom line is, is what you're doing, whatever it be education, you're failing. Look, I looked at the numbers of the other day, Doug. Right now, and of course, they're all home and they're not telecommuting. They're, they're home and school's been canceled. My daughter's a senior and she's missed out on a bunch of stuff. I get that. No problem. But, but with the billions, the $8 billion through McClary and all the funding for, for state education, we still have less than 50% math proficiency uh, across the board in, for male and female at any grade level in the state. 49% for math and 48% for English. That is deplorable if you want to use a word. If we're spending that kind of money in our state, our kids deserve more. We need to have, you know, and it's just, it's, it's insane, brother. And of course, then we still have the same graduation rate, even though they removed the, uh, the requirement for the graduation test. So those are issues that will come up. It's not about putting more burdens. It's about freeing the economy, freeing people. And we've seen during this shutdown that homeschooling works, that yeah, uh, choices I, work, I, that I'm families actually, work. Even though I'm, I make a lot of fun about it, but I'm actually glad yeah. they shut the schools down. I think it's, you know, let everybody see the schools are kind of worthless. They're really not, they're not teaching math and history. You know, they're indoctrinating our kids to be little socialists or whatever, or little herbs is my daughter says you're trying to teach them to be little perverts so we need to go to a commercial break i don't know why but we do this is doug bassler and marty mcclendon doug and marty versus the world be right back and marty probably knows why This is Claire. Claire has a great business and she wanted to advertise on YouTube, but she didn't know how. It was all so confusing. Setting up an account, choosing keywords and demographics, and she didn't know how to make a video. (gasps) Then Claire discovered the secret to great YouTube ads. The experts at EasyYouTubeAds.com took care of all the details from account setup and management to producing her video ads. Now Claire's friends all want to know how she got so smart. EasyYouTubeAds.com. No experience necessary. For our government to work the way it was intended, citizens from all walks of life must volunteer to run for elected offices. But how do you begin? EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com can help. You'll receive expert help to navigate your campaign and communicate your message. From candidate filing to voters' pamphlet statements, fundraising, and social media, you'll find what you need to run an effective and affordable campaign. EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com. The road to victory starts here. Well, there it is, the saddest sound in radio today, the final round, Doug and Marty versus the world, round four. This is Doug Bassett. And Marty McClendon. Welcome back to the show. We appreciate you as well, our rousing discussion on national and local politics and all things Jesus as well. But Did you, you say know, national? Um, I did, national. Because and local I really wanted state. to go to national. Did you see that, that they've declassified the footnotes? In the FISA, in the FISA thing. No, and, I did not see that. And the FBI knew this thing was 
No good. It's in there. It's wow. like this guy was a obviously he doesn't like Trump. He's in favor of one mm-hmm. of the political candidates. It was paid for by it was all in the footnotes. This is baloney. This is not good. And did the FISA court see that and still the approve him? Uh, now that's a question I don't know. I okay. do know that um, the internally, this is an internal. Right. So James Comey knew. James and, Comey, Clapper, and Clapper uh, all, is the CIA guy, right? right. They knew. Like, of course, they everybody knows, Marty. We all know, but is this the beginning of justice? Is this the be? Now you will face justice. Finally, <laughs> at last, you will. You know, there, righteousness and justice is the foundation of God's yes. throne. We yes. should, at least as much as we are able to, have justice in our world, in America, especially America. Indeed. I heard a teaching the other day by Dave Hodges. If you ever get a chance, check out Kingdom Investors. It's, it's amazing. I know, I know Dave Hodges. You do Australian know Dave. Yeah. Guy, right? yeah. Yep. Australian guy, billionaire, company's great. Fantastic story for his testimony. But for those listening, Kingdom Investors, he was talking about kingdom economic, uh, economics and economy and God's way. And it basically comes down to um, when, when King David prayed for, uh, when King Solomon prayed for wisdom and others and King David throughout, it was about a just economy and a just government. When you don't have a just economy or just government, people suffer. You have un- imbalance. And so our desire as Christians is to, to bring about, you know, God's will and adjust, right? And we don't, when, we, when people, you, if you would ask people on the street, do you think, think government is just? Is part of your microphone. I'm just yep, I know. Thank you. If you ask people on the street, uh, is government just? They would say no. If they ask economy, they would say no. Even Bernie Sanders um, people would say no. It's unjust, right? These corporations or whatever. No, I had, just... I had an epiphany. <laughs> What's just that? The other day, it was just the other day. I swear. Uh, thank God for income inequality. Thank God for income inequality. And why would I say that? Because why would I work hard and if I'm diligent and if I am smart and I. I outperform, my income will be higher than the mm-hmm. lazy guy that I work with that doesn't do anything, right? That's right. What income inequality is actually just. It's just. It is. It's just like in the, the talents when they said one guy got one, one servant got two, one got five, or what do you would do? Well, you know, one, five, yeah. and ten. The bottom line is they got different amounts based on their ability. They were still required by the master to go and do something with them. The, the, the one that got one did nothing and buried it because he had that. And not only did he not have the ability, um, but he squandered it. The other two, five and ten, went out and doubled it. The idea is we've all been given something, and it won't be equal. You know, and what we do with it is what's re- what's required from us. And so encouraging people that, to Doug's point, you know, even, even our laws in place and through all the different civil rights and stuff, it was about equal opportunity. It wasn't about equal results. Right now we have this new phase thing where they're trying to dictate equal results. That's communism, that's socialism, where it brings everybody down to the same level where it's starving. No, we want people to be successful. We want people that are starting out to, to aspire to do more. We want them to have the opportunity to move up because people are starting businesses and growing businesses and, and investing in real estate. And all the things that come from 
allowing people to risk and fail. And so, yes, there are some injustices that can be fixed, but it comes once again from demanding that. And for to your point, you know, the earlier too, it's, it's really, you know, there's so many atrocities we've seen when it comes to the destruction of family, the single parent households, the the policies that reward bad behavior, where where criminals are let out on the street, where they've legalized the heroin, where they've legalized camping on the streets. That's not healthy. It doesn't help our communities. That's contrary to a, a civil law enforcement, you know, uh, free society where people are free to go. You know, we're getting less safe. So it's, it's time to change that. And, and it's prayer. It's engaging, but it's also being bold and saying, you know what? It's also involved in politics. We've got to change it. We've got to bring the church and have a place at the table, the body, all those call on the name of Jesus, you know, pray and ask where you're supposed to be. Ask where you're supposed to speak. Uh, ask where you're supposed to vote. You know, and it's, it's, it's why, and I, I know we're, this is a um, Saturday show, but we recorded earlier, but you know, um, that's why I'm jumping back in the race. That's why I'm, I'm running again because I've been praying about it and it's time. And many of you have supported me during the 2016 Lieutenant governor race. I am running again as Lieutenant governor. It's, it's an opportunity um, to serve the Lord, but also to advocate for these things that matter. Because, I, because the bottom line, Doug is you and I, we believe in people watching them. We believe in the families. We believe in the their passions and their goals. We want to set them free. We want to set. Want to unleash what Matt said, right? Unleash the economy. Unleash the spirit and the power of, of the people, and uh, and basically take off the bindings of government that's been trying to press them down. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know what you're trying to do is you're trying to take a simple show that talks about local state national politics and you're trying to make it matter to the list to the listener is that what you're telling me that's what i'm trying to tell you make it relevant to the people that so if you're listening to this show um we we want this to be relevant to you i guess Mm -hmm. i guess that's what marty's saying and you know there are things that you think are too big for you that are just the right size if you just Mm -hmm. try it on it's just the right size you could run for office filing week's coming up in may about a month away from now uh actually about maybe about four weeks from now mm-hmm. and um uh you can run for office it's uh people are like well I'm, I'm not a lawyer good <laughs> that's the best that's mm-hmm. a, for, first of all that in my book that qualifies you more than pretty much anybody um you could you can get involved in campaigns you can you can do things i mean it's not that hard to be a campaign manager there's there's all kinds of training for that there's you know you can be a volunteer you can make phone calls i mean right now right everybody's home we should be making calls right now, bro. Mm. Um, uh, but anyway, yeah, you, you matter. Uh, don't let anybody tell you you don't matter. You have value. You're made in the image of God, and there's no one greater than him. There's no one bigger than him. You know, I was reading in, in John today, and Jesus said, you know, uh, Philip, why do you keep saying, show me the Father? If you've seen me, you've seen the you've Father. You've seen the Father, right? Yeah. In me, and I'm in him, and we're together. And, and so, you know, the Father of creation uh, comes down to earth and suffers more than anyone. We just finished celebrating that. Uh, last week, you know, the resurrection that, that he went through a horrible abuse. And yet uh, on, the, on the third day, man, it was impossible, impossible for death to hold him. Of course, he was resurrected. Um, speaking of resurrection, Joe Biden, mm-hmm. I guess, is the presumptive uh, nominee. Um, so this is uh, probably going to be a cakewalk for the president. I'm pretty sure Joe Biden's got mental problems. He did claim uh, this week that 
uh, Trump supporters believe that Mexicans are all Mexicans are rapists and all Muslims are bad. So, oh my gosh, that's a Trump supporter. I know uh, personally know several uh, Muslims who support the president. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that would be that would be problematic. That would be false. He's, he's he's painting with a big brush. I'm surprised that he was able to keep a his thought together long enough to get those two things out. But uh, Joe Biden it's, is fun to watch. He's very fun to watch. Well, you saw that um, Obama finally came around and endorsed him, and so did Elizabeth Warren. It's almost like they're trying to prop this guy up. No, no, no. The one that what the, the 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 one that gets you is Bernie Sanders. I mean, he's, Bernie Sanders has just spent the last year telling us how bad Joe mm-hmm. Biden is. But all the way, by the way, let's go ahead and vote for him. I was like yeah. this is anything but Trump, right? And it's like, oh no, hold on now. You know, and the bottom line, I don't care, care if you're left, right, center. Um, what is the fruit? You know, I don't care if you don't like the guy, but you know, and I understand we're in a tough time right now. But leadership is, is needed right now, and it's not about partisan bickering. It's not about stalling money towards businesses that need them. It's not about calling this guy a bad man. It's about okay, how do we get the company, company this country? back to work, how do we protect our values and our freedoms in the process if we don't lose them? We are, you know, in many cases, when we allow the government authorities to arrest people for kayaking by themselves, um, that's absurd. Or, or, or allow people, you know, fishing, or when people go to church in their cars, you know, amazing. So you know, that's- uh, you, you and I have gone hunting. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not, not really hunting season right now, but typically when we get out there, and we're hunting, we're trying to like, dude, go over there. Leave me alone, right? It's mm-hmm. like, this is my tree. <laughs> there away. is something beautiful about being alone in the woods, man, with, with a rival, obviously, but yeah, just the rival, gorgeousness, you know? It's amazing watching the sun come up. You know, mm-hmm. this is, uh, it's insanity. It's being poured out. Anyway, uh, so they asked, uh, back to Joe Biden. I know you're, you're off on mm-hmm. some rabbit trail or dog. If, it, if a dog falls the rabbit trail, we say the dog don't hunt, right? Anyway, uh, <laughs> I have no idea. So you want the dog to hunt the birds, not the rabbits. Uh, rabbits are not as good as eating its ducks, I guess, or pheasants. Okay, Joe anyway, Biden. Yes. So Joe Biden, they they asked Joe if he was planning on reaching out to Trump, the Trump base, and and he scoffed, and that's when he said, "Why would I reach out to them? They think all Mexicans are rapists and all Muslims are bad." So, you know, I you just kind of like. Donald Trump, for, for, for all of Donald Trump's foibles and whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you get the feeling that he wants everybody to vote for him. I think he truly loves Americans and people in general. But you, to your point, that sounds very reminiscent of the deplorables comment that Hillary did. It does. You know, like all of them are deplorable. No, no, no. We're not a basket of deplorables and we're not all this and that. The bottom line is, is we've seen the commercial. We've seen the document. We've seen the truth, too. That is completely the opposite. They're saying what we are and it's what they are. They are right. It's like they're pointing a finger, you know, when we know the history of the party, right. Now, the Republican party was founded to abolish slavery. Out it was a party of civil rights. Huh? Out, of, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And when mm-hmm. you, when you stereotype and when you, you say all of these people are this, 
mm-hmm. then that's, that's what's in your heart. You are a stereotyping person. So then the next step is all white people are this, all mm-hmm. black people are this, all African American, all Native Americans all men. are this, all men right. are this, all women are this, oh, teenagers are this. You're mm-hmm. a stereotyper. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. And that would be the very definition of racism, misogyny, all these other things. So that's discrimination uh, by all those things we should. Well, if be you doing. ever yep. voted for Trump or you ever supported anything he did, then you think all Mexicans are rapists, even the no. girls. No, that is absolutely not true. <laughs> and you think uh, all Muslims are bad, and you know whatever. So yeah. at any rate, I'm uh, I'm just saying, Joe Biden. Woohoo! Uh, it's so exciting to watch this. I hope you're have going to have a great weekend. Uh, remember, God is big, and He's God in charge, big. and He's got this. He's got you, Marty. And for those uh, listeners, Betty Tales, God is bigger than the boogeyman. There we go. Bigger God than coronavirus. Boogeyman. Yeah, He's bigger than everything. Well, I guess that's it for another week. My, how time flies when you're having fun. That's right. This This is is Marty McClendon. I'm Doug Bassler. It's Doug and Marty vs. World. See you next week. God bless.